from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio, this is the Hammer Down Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer and Ron Miller. Welcome, race fans, to the Hammer Down Racing Report for Thursday, August 20th, show number 144. And I really need to update that uh, video there since we're not in the Ron Miller Race Car Studio anymore. No. It's been a while since we've been there. It doesn't sound like we're going to get back there anytime soon either. Sometime, maybe. Well, I, I have a plan in place, and Robin's actually helping out with that. She has some equipment really? that uh, I'm going to have here next week, which should give us almost uh, all of the. Which should give us almost all of uh, uh, the same capabilities. All the features that we had before, and none of the drive time. Yeah, pretty much. I guess that's that's pretty accurate. Uh, thanks for joining us uh, for this edition of Hammerdown Race Report. Coming up on tonight's show, we'll be talking to uh, rookie dirt stock car sensation Colin Schilt. Uh, we'll also uh, be talking to Alan Mark Markey. Um, I guess uh, he's got some information about this weekend's racing at Oakshade, for the late models at least. And uh, we got Ryan Weekman with the uh, weekend weather pit stop a little bit later, so you can find out what the weather's going to be like at the track this weekend. Here's a hint. It's going to be warm. Speaking of which, I know what? this is a, last week. It wasn't it wasn't too warm, but it was real humid. And I was sitting in the, the staging for a while, and I had sweat just dripping down into my eyes, and my eyes were burning. Oh, my driver's suit got sticky. What are uh, what are uh, some? Well, maybe later we'll talk about this. Some ways to keep cool in in the uh, in the car, since you probably have some ideas i know some people have like the nascar cooling system with the the helmet some of uh, some of those helmet, fancy helmet guys blower, yeah yeah but maybe we'll talk about that since it's uh, going to be warm this weekend uh, a little bit later too so a lot of stuff to talk to also uh we had a couple people uh watching on uh, youtube this is the first time in a while that we're uh streaming on youtube at the same time as our uh, facebook live so i guess experiment uh successful there yay yeah, See, almost almost back to the full studio thing. Um, unfortunately, though, the COVID-19, there's still have all the restri restrictions. Not many people are working in the office. So uh, we're still doing this as best we can, I guess. Um, make sure to follow us on Twitter at Hammer Report. Follow us on uh, YouTube. Also, uh, you can listen to us on demand, not live, but on demand on iHeartRadio, uh, iTunes, Google Play, whatever. Actually, Google Play is going away being replaced with YouTube music. I'm not sure if podcasts should be on there. I haven't gotten to the sponsors yet, Ron. They're coming. They're coming. Boom. There you go. And see, people, listen, works, people listening on iHeart are like, what the F is he talking about? Because they can't see you pointing and they can't see the little scroll there. So if you are listening to us on uh, as a podcast, you are missing a little bit. Not much, though. You can do both. Watch us and then listen to us. If you miss some of the show, you can catch up on uh, iHeartRadio, right? Driving your car, you can listen to us hours on end. There you go. <laughs> 144 shows archived, right, Scott? Yeah, there's a few, just a couple. Uh, also, we have a chance for you to win a Big D's Pizza coming up a little bit later with uh, tonight's How Many. So there you go. Uh, thanks to Ron Miller Race Cars. Uh, that guy, damn it, I always point the wrong way. Wrong that finger, guy yeah. right there. Give me the right finger, Scott. It's like a mirror. I got to remember that. Uh, Ron Miller Race Cars, give them a call, 
two, two, three. That's eight, five, six race. Uh, he's got race cars. He's got old cars. He's got parts, safety equipment, whatever, whatever you need. He's got, you got yeah. any tires, any deals going on? No, we just, everything that comes in the door is a deal, Scott. All right. Uh, thanks, Oakshade Raceway. We're the fastest meet the race every Saturday night. That continues this Saturday night. The uh, Summer Nationals deal that had been uh, canceled at Oakshade due to the restrictions and capacity. Still, we'll have a full regular show and uh, a little bit extra is going to be brought to the table from Al Markey. We'll be talking to him a little bit later about that for uh, the late models. So, a little extra incentive there. And we'll go through the details of that. Like I said, a little bit. It's a teaser. Uh, thanks to Kester Mowing. Give them a call for your lawn and landscaping needs. Mowing, seeding, fertilizing, insect, weed control. I've had people calling me asking for uh, Steve's number. It's uh, down here in the scroll if you're uh, watching us on YouTube or Facebook. If uh, not, here you go. Grab a pen. Write this down. 419-466-3801. Tell them the Hammer Down Race Report sent you. Also, thanks to Millstream Speedway. They're working on bringing racing back to the Finley area. Uh, things kind of put on hold at the moment due to the COVID-19 crap. I'm so sick of that. I'd be so happy when that's not even in our vernacular anymore. Thing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but make sure to follow Millstream Speedway on Twitter, uh, Facebook, or millstreamspeedway.net is their website. And uh, finally, freeze frame photos for all your racetrack photos. Give uh, Charlie a call. It's 419-476-9978. I shouldn't say Charlie. It's like the whole family. They kind of right. all do those photos there. It's a, it's a group effort, and boy, if you want some pictures that you haven't seen for a long, long time, chances are Charlie's got them. Yeah, and he's got not just Oakshade, but uh, all kinds of different tracks. Right, and, great yeah. archives. Most racers, they'll just want to see themselves. They're not looking for other people, but if you're looking for, uh, you know, yeah, some cool old pictures shots. Pictures from Brian, sure. Absolutely. Uh, and he can also uh, do photo shoots, too, by appointment. Again, his phone number, 419-476-9978. Let's bring in our uh, featured guest tonight, talking about Colin Schilt. He has already racked up three bomber feature wins, A-main wins this year, and this is a rookie season. Uh, I was talking to him in Victory Lane, what was it, a couple weeks ago? Yeah. Two weeks ago, yeah. And uh, I was asking him, where'd you come from, man? I mean, where'd you... <laughs> What uh, what kind of racing experience do you have? You're like, eh, no, no, I just got in the car, yeah, started driving. <laughs> so how how did the, how did this whole deal in the the 55 bomber come uh, come about? You race at Oakshade, and like I said, you won three features. You're actually in the hunt for the uh, the the points championship still. I believe you're fourth in points. Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest. I've been looking. I'm uh, <laughs> pretty excited <laughs> about that. <laughs> so, but so uh, how, yeah, yeah. Then as far as well, the number. That's been around my family for years. My great grandpa raced with 55. My grandpa, uh, family, my mom's cousin raced 55. And then obviously my uncle, 55. Would so, that be Tom? Who's your uncle? Yep, who's your yeah, uncle? Tom. Let, let our listeners know. Tom Ordway is my uncle. So that's pretty much where it all started with him. Okay. Well, I mean, how, me. how did you, uh, how did this uh, deal for you to get into that car come about? I mean, whose car is that? How uh, we, I bought the chassis in late 2016 and we just spent the last three, three and a half years building it. Uh, I had so no really Prespora. Yeah. <laughs> so we built it pretty much from scratch. Okay. So, I mean, what was, uh, what was your desire to get into it? I mean, 
you hadn't raced before, but was it just uh, because of the family history? Yeah, it's something I've always wanted to do. Uh, ever since you know Tom started racing, that was a goal that I want. I had set for myself to eventually build a car, whether it was a street stock, modified, late model. I didn't care. I just wanted to build something. Now, did you uh, used to hang out with Tom at the track? I mean, oh yeah, okay. So yeah. you've been a, you've been around oh, yeah. the sport. You just haven't competed in it until this yeah. year. Yep. Okay. So how is is it just a, a natural thing? Is it the equipment? Uh, is it you know advice you've gotten from from your family of racers? What what do you attribute uh, your early success to? Uh, I would say a lot of it's just the patience that we had the last three years building the car. Um, helped me understand a lot more about it, uh, the basics, the uh, experience I've had helping people over the last, I don't know, 20 years of my life. I've, I've helped out, like I said, my uncle, uh, I helped Graham Short out for a while when he was racing there. And then the last three years or so I've been helping Rusty Schlenk. So I've learned a lot just from watching people race. So some, uh, some formidable competitors. So, uh, let me ask you, how old are you? Uh, 26. Okay. So if I do my math, you said 20 years you were, since you've been, I, since yeah, you were been six year old. Six, I think when Tom started racing. Okay. And uh, Tom, I understand, I understand you did some go-kart racing. No, I haven't. No, no. I always wanted to, but so you, my mom would just, never buy me one. You just hopped into a bomber and all of yeah, this. That's, came that's where it started. Yep. Wow. See, this that's is, this is amazing. Colin. This is, yeah, this Thank is you. where where I'm trying to figure it out because I've been doing this for for years now and I still suck. And he's <laughs> he's already won two A main, so I mean, of course I didn't spend three years building my car either. I just kind of oh yeah, it was a lot of ups and downs. There was times where I thought about giving up on it, but it's all oh. worth it now. Oh, we got uh, we got Alan saying something here. What were you saying, Alan? You said he won three A mains, not two. Did I, he did win three? Oh yeah, he cut me one short. Did I? Oh, yeah, just correct. Oh, 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 I, well, I bent three if I said two. Three A mains. All right, go back, go back to sleep there, Alan. We'll get back to you later. <laughs> 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 so, no previous racing experience. Uh, your first win, what was that? that was your second, uh, second night of racing, wasn't it? Yeah, that was week two. Where did you finish the first week? Uh, third in the B. I okay, gone out in the B and Finished third. So. All right, see now. Now that's that's to be expected for a first year racer. I mean, that's, yeah, I've that's not bad. Quite a few this year. Have you? Oh yeah, I think probably five races this year. I think I've spun out. We got to test the limits of the car and find out how fast you can go. Right, push the edge. There you go. <laughs> so by now, you've had, you've pretty much got it figured out, right? Um, no, I I'm still learning. I still have Wait, a lot to learn. Didn't you spin out? Uh, I did. Paddling for the lead on Saturday. Okay. Yeah, that was a tough one. <laughs> that, that one probably hurt. hurt. <laughs> yeah, that probably lost a few points there. Left did some. You, uh, did you catch some flack about that one? Uh, no, not really. Well, a little bit, I should say. Uh, but for the most part, people were pretty happy that I still finished the race strong. Didn't give up. So. You came we're, back to what sixth? Uh, seventh. Seventh. Okay. So not too bad then. No, that was a good run. Yeah. So, like I said, you you have uh, obviously uh, rookie of the year is probably probably not in question at this point, assuming something 
drastic. I don't even know who's uh, up for rookie of the year other than you. Uh, but no but uh, the championship, how big would that be to uh, to get both in, in your first year of racing? And then, and then, I mean, it's like, where do you go from there? Yeah. Uh, as much as I think it'd be awesome to win it, it's not really my focus. I just want to finish out the year and have fun. That's what um, all racers say, by the way. All yeah, the ones I know. The champions. But I think a lot of things will have to fall my way for that to happen. The first week out's what's really hurt me the most when it comes to points. So, yeah, that B main boy. Yeah. Terrible. <laughs> um. So what? I mean, what was uh? What were your expectations like uh, before the season began? Did you see yourself being this successful this quick? To have three wins, no. I I had confidence that I felt we had a fast car, that maybe towards the end of the year we could maybe get a win, but to win the second week out and then to have two more wins to follow, I can't even put into words how uh, shocked I was about all that. So it's been a fun year for sure. <laughs> Winning makes it fun. <laughs> yeah, makes it a lot easier. So what do we got? We got about uh... – Three or four more weeks uh, worth of point racing, something uh, like that. Don't, don't quote me on that. So, uh, how many more wins are, are you? What's your expectations at this point? You know, looking at these uh, these last few races uh, with within the points. I mean, are you uh, expecting to win a, win out from here? Or? I mean, I'd love to. I honestly, my goal is not to spin out anymore. I just okay. want to finish the races. <laughs> That'll help you in the winning. Yeah, part. I think if I can just maintain my own pace racing, I think. The results will take care of themselves. Now, do you work uh, on the car yourself, or do you have uh, help during the week to get that? Uh, car the car's at my uncle's, so I spend my days over there. Me and him work on it. So, I was going to ask what? how much how much uh, involvement does Tom have? Well, he's huge. <laughs> I he's a big part of my success. He'll say he's not, but he is. Okay. What What do you do for a living, Colin? It allows uh, you to just, spend as much time. Yeah. I just work in a factory, uh, pipe fitter. So uh, sure. I work first shift and then get off work and head to his house and spend a couple hours every other night or so. So, What do you mean, pipe fitter? Dude, you're a pipe fitter. That's a big <laughs> deal. That's a trade. No, that's a good thing. Any uh, any sponsors you need to talk about? Uh, yeah. Uh, first, I want to give a shout out to Speed Shark Graphics because the interview a couple weeks ago, I forgot to mention them. So uh -huh. Speed Shark Graphics. Uh, the uh, mega lift, Brian Prespora, he makes one heck of a lift. Uh, it makes it so much easier at the track or in the shop. Um, Buckeye Concrete Coatings, Rusty Schlink Race Cars, uh, Dittman Motorsports, and I believe that's it. I don't think I'm forgetting anybody. Maybe I am. I don't know. Sometimes I'm probably forgetting easy. somebody. It's easier just to look at the car and read them all Oh, Borsos right? Heating and Cooling. Okay. <laughs> They're a big one. They're a huge one. That would have been a bad one to miss. So I, ha I had like, to look this. I had to look this up. Tom Ordway was the uh, 2006, 2007 Bomber Track champion. So uh, pulling for, from some good knowledge there. Um, maybe I'm going to have to head on over to his garage and get some help too. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I had joked with him earlier a couple weeks ago that uh, my goal was to try to break his record for most wins in a year, but that'd be a tough one to get now with only a couple to go. What, I think he uh, had seven the one year. Seven, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, you'd have to win four more. So yeah, it can be done if you don't spin out. Yeah, I, yeah, that's for <laughs> sure. Alan, when he was winning all those races, 
Is that back when Jeff Brown and uh, Rob uh, Leif were racing? Uh, I know uh, those guys uh, were all all a real tight group. Butch Hobbling. Um, I'm not sure. I know the years he won the championships, the main bomber guys would have been like Jim Scout and Tough Craig Dittman still then. He's still racing. Uh, Dan Dittman. Chris Henry. Um, yeah, Chris Henry. Sure. So – Okay. Rendell too. So what, what are your, uh, your long-term goals as far as racing goes? I mean, you're going to do the bomber thing for a few years or are you moving straight up to NASCAR next year? Yeah, no, probably just the bomber thing. I'm financially, I don't know that I would want to put myself in that kind of situation moving up. Now, if I got help and someone came along and they could help financially, then I probably would, but it would just depend on, you know, if the, all the eggs were in the basket and everything lined up. So, so if somebody offered you a, a dirt late model ride or a 410 sprint ride, what would you take? Uh, probably dirt late model. Okay. Ron, Ron smiling there. He makes him happy. <laughs> he likes to hear that. So, I mean, would, uh, I mean, if, if that did happen, would, would you like to just stay local and do uh, some dirt late model racing or, you know, uh, again, assuming somebody else is footing the bill for you or maybe uh, do uh, like World of Outlaws or Lucas Oil or, you know, some of the big time late model racing? I think mainly more local just because of, you know, working and trying to spend time with the family at the same time. So. So you're not looking to make uh, racing your career. It's just uh, a no. Fun. I don't. I think I'm past that point, probably. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, uh, predictions for uh, this weekend. Where Where do you think? How many spinouts? And where do you think you're going to end up? Hopefully, no no spinouts, and at least the top five. I would be happy with just the top five. Okay. But, like I said, I just want to have good finishes the rest of the year, and I, if I, that can happen, I think points can take care of themselves. So. All right, off off the air, we're gonna have to talk uh, pressures and and things. So maybe you can help yeah. me out. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure that crap out. It's not working for me. Um, well, good luck uh, again. Thanks for uh, joining us uh, this evening. And uh, I I had to have you on because I mean you're you're a rookie and and you're kicking ass. So thank you. I well, appreciate who you, it. Who do you think uh, your your stiffest competition is out there? And the bombers at Oak Chase. Uh, the bombers group. I I mean, I could name ten guys. I think any given night that could win a win a race. It's just it's stacked from top to bottom. There's really, I don't think there's one single person that every week you're like, man, that's the guy you got to beat every week. I, I mean, one week one guy could bring his A game and then be off the next week, and it someone else comes right up and steps in. So it's oh. really hard to say. Well, and Alan, Alan's chiming in here. I didn't hear what you said. What'd you say, Alan? I said he better say Ricky Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, he's fast for sure. I would say he's towards the top of those 10 guys that I would name off. Ricky's Ricky's had a very good year. And uh, like you say, there, there's got to be 10 cars that could win. Gabe Mueller probably should have won a couple this year. And yeah, he's been snake bit a few times. And he's a great guy too. My second win, I that was a little bit of luck there with him. Cause he was leading that race and he broke and took out Jeff folks in second. And there I was sitting in third. So cards kind of fell into my favor there. Have you had any uh, altercations uh, on the track with anybody? Uh, 
No, not that I know of. Okay. No one's really say, come down and talked to me, so I guess that's good. Have you bumped anybody? Yeah, I have. Intentionally? I have uh, not necessarily. Okay. <laughs> with the, he says with a smile. <laughs> I like that we have video instead of phone calls because we, can, we yeah. can tell what's going on there. Um, uh, again, uh, good luck uh, this weekend, and uh, I know you said that you're not – you looked at the points, but you're not really going for the points. But uh, we'll see how the the. Well, you're falls. always going for the points, but yeah. if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, I won't be sad about it. Well, one way or another, we'll see you uh, at the uh, awards banquet in uh, December, assuming that doesn't get canceled because of COVID nineteen. Fingers I'm crossed. How, how could we have a virtual awards banquet? Scott? I don't know. <laughs> I haven't even mail thought of that until just now. I was like, mail out some hot dogs or something. I don't know. Chrissy's probably going, oh, shoot. We, just, we didn't think about that. Ugh. Anyway. All right, Colin, we're, we'll let you go. Uh, we'll see you Saturday. And uh, good All luck right. meeting Rich Rife and uh, everybody. You're right. There is a bunch of uh, good competitors in the Bombers this year. I'm not one of them. So you don't have to worry <laughs> about me. Yeah, thanks for having me. Appreciate right. it. There you go. Thanks. Colin Schilt, bomber driver out at uh, Oakshade Raceway and uh, doing a great job in his uh, rookie year without any experience there ahead of time. Yeah, he is. Other than he, – he does have uh, some good support there. I mean, working with Rusty Schlank and, uh, and Tom helping him out. Right. Why don't we introduce our guest there, Scott? It says his name right there. We have Alan Markey with us. Uh, we have a, you can see his car in the background there. Not the one he he doesn't drive it, but uh, that you 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 own that car, right? Yeah. You put owner some... of Warpaint Graphics. That's his claim to fame. Yep. The, yes. That's the '97 cars uh, performance last weekend is can you hear me? is. Yeah. What's that? Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. The '97 car is another claim to fame. Boy, I'll tell you. Yep. What an impressive uh, run that was. Yes. Uh, drivers that are Warpaint drivers in it. Um, and then just pick a house driver, um, and then hit the, the tracks periodically, no points or nothing. Um, and we decided to put Terry in it this year, Terry Rushlow. Rushlow, yeah. He was uh, originally going to drive for uh, Jamie at Eldora and Lima, I believe, but since they didn't really have a season, he's he's available, right? Right. Well, um, I, I was going to work with uh, Jamie on that, and uh, we were going to run full-time, which is only really nine was. Uh, originally only nine races and um that was going to be priority and uh a lot of people didn't know it but uh we worked pretty well uh with chris keller and he was actually going to be uh driving the 97 this year um but uh offered to bow out um just uh wanted to do his own thing which is cool um and he was successful at it oh yeah yeah <laughs> um uh and uh you know, we've had uh, I've had Derek Rogers in it from uh, West Virginia. He's a, a longtime Warpaint uh, customer, um, and uh, I'll also have Greg Walters from Portland, Oregon, fly in sometime, and and he'll be a guest driver eventually. Uh, I don't know if that'll happen this year uh, because of the COVID or um, or next year, but uh, you'll rattle his name off from time to time. But uh, I think um, I think uh, we found a really good uh, recipe with with uh, with Terry. I've uh, I've sponsored uh, the bomber heavily with uh, with him in it, and uh, along with uh, Ricky Rife now, which is really literally the same car. 
Um, a lot of people, I don't know if a lot of people knew that or not, but um, technically Terry was in Ricky's car last year for the Bombers. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, we just plugged Ricky in the seat, changed the number, and uh, he's doing just fine in it. Um, in your wildest dreams, did you expect uh, Terry to gel as quick in a 97 car as he did? It's a big jump from from going bombers to, to late models. And, um, you know, I didn't know if Terry could really do it. Uh, I think we all saw a little bit uh, last week of, of what he could do. So um, I think he can make the jump. Yeah, so, he definitely showed that. We are pretty pleased with uh, him leading almost half the race there. Yeah, he did an excellent job. How, what, uh, how many races had he been in that car before he, starting off the pole Saturday? That's it. Uh, we shook it down two weeks before, uh, and then it rained in between. Um, basically just made him start at the back. Uh, this last week, um, when he went out for hot laps, I told him if he's not comfortable, um, start scratch again. And uh, he come in after hot laps. That felt great. So we stuck him in the heat, and he moved up a couple spots, made the pole draw, and pulled a one, and uh, I guess the rest is history. So Definitely um, looks right. Where did he end up finishing? Was it eight, Um He spun to avoid. Uh, That's right. That's, he was running second when yeah. that happened. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. He went to go low, and uh, he didn't realize Noonan was there uh, and elected to spin and save the car instead of instead of taking Steve out, him out, and, and possibly Noonan. So. Um, and you were happy. You were okay with that, right? I was. We were pinching ourselves anyway. Uh, I'm just <laughs> glad nobody hit him while he, you know, while he was there. Stopped. Um, there's been a lot of carnage and stuff like that this year. So, especially um, in that race, yeah, it was good that he was in front of all that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But uh, you know, um, I think we got a good team. It takes a good team to do that. Um, everybody's knowledgeable. Um, I think you'll see the 97 up front quite often. I really do. <laughs> All right. Now there was a, another reason we actually uh, brought you on here today. I think Ron's uh, alarm's going off. I'm going to mute you, Ron. Your doggies are barking. Yes. <laughs> Could you? Can you hear Ron? Still? I cannot. I can only hear you. Okay. Hey, Ron. Why don't you reconnect? Because uh, Marky or Alan can't uh, hear you again. I'm going right. to reconnect. I can't see him either. So. Oh well, I just made him go away. So. He'll be back in a minute. Anyways, uh, the reason we, we were having you on is, I guess, uh, you, your sponsors, uh, something's going on, and you're adding a little bit to the pot for the late models at Oakshade Raceway this Saturday night. You yes. want to go ahead and uh, talk about that? Well, myself, along with uh, with some of my main sponsors, uh, decided that since it was um, supposed to be um, the birthday race weekend, um, uh, that... Uh, we might as well up the pot a little bit. So, uh, War Paint, uh, Dittman Motorsports, Children's Collision and Towing, uh, The Barn, uh, Select Sanitation Service all decided to pitch in to uh, to bring the pot up to, it's going to be, I don't know, anywhere from 1750 to 2000 And uh, uh, it's going to be 200 to start for sure. So, The, uh, the numbers I got uh, from Chrissy shortly before we came on here was uh, it was at 1750 to win as of now uh 1000 for second 600 for third 500 for fourth 400 for fifth and then six through tenth are also increased a little and like you said uh 200 to start there you go now 
Go ahead, say something, Ryan. See if he, he can hear you. Now. I don't know. What do you want me to say? I, that's that's yeah. very generous, you know. Shut him off now. <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you can shut him off now. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> kidding, Ryan. So yeah. what, did I see there was a, a hard charger award or something else as well? Or Well, I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> um, Excello, Excello uh, Racewear uh, also sponsors me, fire suits and stuff like that. So anybody at the track, um, come see me. Um, I can get you a, a war paint discount on that. Um, the hard charger award will be $150 off a of fire suit. Um, it'll be good for, uh, you know, up until the next year. Um, so if you guys decide to, to get a new suit next year, um, you know, he'll honor that. So it'll be 150 bucks off a uh, fire suit. Um, and uh, they go from anywhere from, uh, you know, 350 to I think 800, 850. So they're reasonably priced. Um, and you know, you get your logos and stuff like that, uh, embroidered on it and whatnot. So, um, they're, they're nice, very nice. Um, I, I saw something. Well, I, need, I need to. I need to win that fire suit. <laughs> yeah, because your yeah. yours was all stinky and sweaty, right? Well, yeah, no, but right. Kathy, Kathy thinks when this fire suit's done, so am I. Another Ooh. fire suit would extend things a whole bunch. What? Your fire suit's probably been racing longer than some of the drivers I imagine. <laughs> yeah, I, I update them pretty often. Your earlier guest, anyway. So. <laughs> there you go. Uh, now, I saw something on social media earlier this week, uh, a picture of a helmet that uh, was said something was from Dip, Dipman Motorsports or something, and it was because Terry's head was getting too big. What, what was that all about? Right here. Yeah. It's in the bag here. Um, yeah, I'm glad you brought it up. Um, Craig actually uh, sponsored uh, sponsored Terry. Um, it, you know, a little joke, obviously, that uh, I think he um, – I think he over overdid his expectations, you know, from really being in the, the there for the first time. But uh, when he came in, he was so sopping wet um, that, uh, that, you know, when you're talking about those breathers and things like that, that uh, some of us. Uh, oh, there. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. Um, I got uh, I got on the horn with uh, Craig this week and I said, hey, let's let's get him one with one of these deals. I got uh, I got one of those attachment things or whatever like that. And. You've got a blower for it and everything. Uh, yeah, I got a, uh, one of the blower things that'll that'll go right to that. So, um, and then uh, when uh, when I got it, instead of saying, "Hey, you owe me this month," he said, "There you go." So, so thank you, uh, Craig at Dipman Motorsports for that, Terry. Uh, appreciated. So, Craig's a good guy. Yep. If you need anything like that, tires or whatever, he's your guy. He's there at the track. So. Okay. Any any uh, chance this uh, purse could go up before uh, Saturday, or, or is it pretty much where it's going to be? Well, right now, um, I got what I got from my sponsors. Um, but if, uh, you know, anybody wants to get a hold of you um, and uh, add for any spot or add to the pot, please. Um, uh, I'm leaving. Uh, I'm bringing a big check. Um so there'll be a big check there and it'll be empty so we can fill in the number. So how's that? I'm with Adam here though. He says up the bomber purse. We have the most cars and crews. Well, anybody can call and do that too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, but, uh, no, uh, you know, um, 
my crew and uh, my sponsors and stuff like that thought it would be a good idea to do this for uh, for those who are sticking around uh, instead of going up to Merritt for the, the Hell Tour. Um, uh, yeah. Have you, so, have you uh, any, uh, any idea or any uh, drivers talk to you about uh, their plans for this weekend, if they are heading up to Merritt or if they're uh, sticking around here for Oakshade? Um, I haven't heard, uh, <laughs> per se. Um, I'm going to assume Rusty's going to go uh, north. Um I think uh, I think I saw Jeff Robinson and crew the the PE three. I think those guys are following it. Um, I saw them last night at Butler. Yeah, Bob Mayer was just here as you saw. He's sticking around home here. Um, we're staying home. Um, so yeah, I, you know, other than just so you're gonna stay home and cherry pick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cherry pick the, with, with my rookie driver. You know, if we can get a heat race win, we'd be happy with that. But, uh, you know, if we can pinch ourselves and get a feature win, wow, you know. Um, uh, we're realistic about it. Uh, we know that that was uh, that was an incredible, um, I don't know, just luck plus uh, a lot of skill. I got uh, surrounded myself with a lot of good guys. And, uh, you know, I guess we'll just see um, what the sophomore night out will be like uh, hopefully we get some more of that luck again i know terry senior he's going to be the guy pulling the pill every time because all he does is <laughs> so, I, I understand that after i understand that after that first night uh you guys made some wholesale uh chassis adjustments on the car and uh it sure looks like that helped we went to merit um for the dan soleil and um, I had my guest driver, Derek Rogers, from uh, uh, Spelter, West Virginia. Uh, if you're watching over there, hi, guys. Um, uh, he was in it. Um, we were kind of out to lunch there for a little bit. Um, we made some calls and talked to um, Zach Dome. You might have heard of him. Uh -huh. um, he runs the Schwartz chassis also. This, uh, this one here was one number off from his, uh, off the line. And he was incredible, um, gave us a lot of notes and information. And as we did those things, um, we got closer and closer. I also like to say thanks to uh, Chris Keller. Chris um, obviously helps us out quite a bit too. Um, but uh, we knew we were close uh, there when we left Merritt, uh, just to leave it alone. Um, we took probably 50 pounds of lead off of it. Uh, Derek's a big boy. Uh, Terry is not. <laughs> so, um, but other than that, uh, we made just a couple adjustments that we thought would help uh, uh, just because of the differences in the tracks and, uh, and cross their fingers. I mean, you know how that works, Ron. Uh, sure do. Uh, and, uh, you know, when he went out there and said, man, it, it just feels really good. It, you know, you can tell uh, even when you get a driver that, uh, and, and uh, Terry's good by all means. Um, when you can take a rookie driver and go from a bomber to a late model and give him the best shot like that, um, that's all I hoped for. And uh, he's making us all look like rock stars. So, a couple so, of rookies doing uh, good yeah. this year at Oakshade, Terry yeah. and Colin. So, yeah. yeah. And I'm guessing that uh, some of the guys running for the points in the late models will probably be staying home at Oakshade to uh, be nursing that. But other than that, uh, I mean, it's pretty wide open for for uh, some of the guys that maybe don't usually uh, wouldn't normally have a chance to, to possibly take home some extra money. Right. I, I didn't want to, 
I don't want to say anything right away. I um, was talking to Chrissy uh, late last week. Um, I didn't want to make the call too early on. I, I really wanted it to be more for those who I knew was going to stay. I didn't want anybody to really change their mind because of, you know, because all of a sudden the person's a little bit more. But, uh, gotcha. So I figured this is this would be a good time to to let the cat out of the bag and. Well, I got the I got the text from uh, Ron about lunchtime today. I'm like, I haven't heard anything about this. Is this real? <laughs> I uh, yeah, I was talking to Ron a little bit last night as we were watching the race or whatever, and I gave him a, a little uh, little insight on it. So this morning I had a message saying, "Hey, do you wanna wanna talk to Hammer today?" And I go, "Sure, we'll let her we'll let it out." So there you go, an exclusive for you. <laughs> Steve, right, Kester, Steve Kester popped in the shop this afternoon. I said, uh, you're going up north? You're going to stay home for the big money. He said, there's no big money. It's just a regular show. I said, Steve, come on, man. Who are you talking to? Come on. And I spilled the beans to him. So I figured he was going to stay home anyway. So Yeah, no, he definitely is. He's, 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 got, a, he's got something to prove. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, he did pretty good. Uh, I told him it was, uh, it was a good move. Good veteran move on his part uh, on the restart uh, last week. Maybe we'll see if we can get him this week. So, yep. All right, man. Uh, Alan, we appreciate uh, you coming on, and we appreciate you throwing a little uh, extra money out there, a little extra incentive for uh, some of uh, the local guys. Sponsors, I appreciate it to all of them. Yeah, thank you, Alan, and all of your sponsors that chipped in. It's it's a big deal. It's appreciated. All right. And if and if you need graphics, you did the graphics uh, on my car several years ago, which I'm still using. Uh, Warping graphics. There you go. Go. Give Alan a call. Thanks, guys. What's, how can uh, people get a hold of you? Is uh, you uh, look on most any car that's got the Indian on it. My phone number's on there. It's uh, 419-466-4741. There you go. All right. Your phones are going to ring off the hook now. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. <laughs> All right. Th thanks, Alan. Thanks again. See, See you, buddy. Yep. There you go. Alan Markey. More paint graphics. Also, uh, owner there of that uh, '97 car. Didn't it looked pretty good yeah. out there uh, on Saturday with uh, Terry Rushlow behind the wheel. Who else? Uh, he had someone else behind the wheel, didn't he earlier? I should have asked him. I forget who else was uh, driving that thing. Anyway, um, still have uh, the weekend weather pit stop to get to. Ryan Weekman will have uh, your forecast details on just a little bit. Also. Uh, Action this past weekend, Attica Raceway Park was off. No racing there. That was a scheduled off. They have a doubleheader this weekend. We'll talk about that in just a little bit. Uh, at Oakshade Raceway, Steve Kester, just talking about him. He was the winner of the late model feature. He uh, kind of got that. He had the experience there, I guess, on those restarts, and, and that's how he got the lead on, on one of those restarts. I think he started on the outside. Uh, right. Was a leader and uh, picked the inside, and Steve, uh, Steve got him there on the outside. Um, Bruce Stewart uh, picked up his first uh, feature win of the year in the sportsman class. Rich Reif, as we mentioned earlier, won the Bomber A-Main. I believe uh, that's when Colin spun out uh, in that race. He was racing Rich for the lead. Uh, Donovan Paskin was the Bomber B-Main feature winner on Saturday night. Also Saturday night, Fremont Speedway. Cap Henry, man, he's tearing it up. Been on fire. Continues to win. He won the uh, Fast 410 feature at Fremont Speedway Saturday night. Alvin Repke beat Paul Weaver, who's been uh, pretty dominant this year. But uh, Alvin Repke must have 
found a chink in the armor there. He was able to win the 305 feature. Another guy having a great season, Corey McCoy, earned another dirt truck feature win. He's doing real good in that. Uh, he and that partnership truck. with Mark Kackenmeister has really paid off. They're, they're doing well. Really, just, I, I'm, I'm proud of them. You're happy because that truck came out of your stable there. Yes, I, yeah, I did. <laughs> uh, Sandusky Speedway was in action. Nevaeh Rosico was the beginner stock winner. Brandon Halcom notched uh, another Renegade feature. He's another guy we talk about a lot. J.D. Lawson uh, was a pure stock feature winner at uh, Sandusky. Moving out uh, a little bit here. World of Outlaw, NASA Energy Drink Sprint Series action. Kyle Larson won the uh, opening night of the Knoxville Raceways, the one and only. That was last Thursday night. David Gravel won Friday night's action in Knoxville, leading all 25 laps and somehow beating the unbeatable Kyle Larson. Uh, but he, uh, Larson was back in victory lane on the final night of competition there, and he got the uh, $50,000 payday. The big check. The big check, yeah. Maybe he, he didn't want to win every night. He had to leave one open, so it didn't look too like he was uh, cherry-picking too much. Not that he's cherry-picking. He's kicking some uh, oh, he is. formidable competition there. Did you see that Tony Stewart came out this week and uh, suggested that NASCAR wake up and make peace with him, with Kyle I did, Larson? Yeah, and I read an article. Uh, was, uh, I think uh, he did an interview, not Tony Stewart, but Kyle Larson did an interview with uh, the Associated Press. I think it was the first interview since the whole racial slur thing and basically asked, uh, told them, told the AP what his aspirations were. He would like to get back to NASCAR. Well, I'm sure he would. And he's been doing a bunch of things behind the scenes that he hasn't really been asking for accolades for or seeking attention for. So, But he's, he's been doing the right things. He'll be back. Yeah. He'll be back. Uh, next up for the World of Outlaws is going to be River City Speedway uh, tomorrow night. That's up there in North Dakota. Actually, uh, they're going to be up in North Dakota this whole weekend. Uh, Red River Rumble at Red River Valley Speedway on Saturday night. In uh, Lucas Oil late model series action, Mike Marlar made a la last lap pass to win uh, Thursday's North Shout. I should just, I, I'm done. I quit. <laughs> He, uh, he won Thursday's North-South shootout at Florence. That was last week. It was his first Lucas Oil Series win of the season. Tim McCready started near the back of the uh, North-South 100, the main event, after transferring in through the B main, drove to the front by lap 87, and uh, he ended up winning. So T-Mac had a, uh, a pretty good showing there. Uh, next up for the Lucas Oil Series is the 28th annual CompCam Topless 100 at Batesville Motor Speedway in Arkansas. Uh, that's tonight through Saturday. Arkham Menard Series was in action. Arca Point leader Michael Self notched his ninth career Arca win Friday night. It was a historic win, too, because the first time uh, doing the Daytona road course. Uh, so congratulations to him. Next up for the Arca Series is uh, WWT Raceway at Gateway. In, that's uh, St. Louis, right? Gateway, yeah. Uh, that's uh, Saturday the 29th, so they're off this weekend. Got a week until the next ARCA race. Austin Sindrick won the first ever Xfinity Series race on the road course at Daytona on Saturday. It was his fifth win on the last six races. Sheldon Creed won Sunday's inaugural truck race there on that, the road course, and Chase Elliott. He's uh, chasing pretty dominant on the uh, road courses, uh, picking up a, another win there. 
Sunday, the Cup Series race was his uh, third straight road course win for Chase Elliott. So congratulations to him. Next up for uh, the NASCAR guys, uh, the Dry Dean 311 doubleheader at Dover on Saturday and Sunday. Both races will be at 4 o'clock on NBCSN and Buckeye Country 1037. That's uh, the Cup Series race at Dover. Truck Series will run the KDI Office Technology 200 at Dover on Friday at uh, 5 p.m. That'll be on FS1. And the Xfinity Series will do a Dry Dean 200 doubleheader Saturday and Sunday as well. Those races will be earlier in the day, 12.30 on Saturday, 1.30 on Sunday. And both those races you can uh, catch on NBCSN. Your Dirt Car Summer National Update which we've been doing, and uh, this will be... No, that next week will be the last week because uh, they race through this weekend still. Uh, Brandon Shepard, he was on a roll. He got the win at uh, Macon Speedway. Um, that was uh, last uh, Thursday, I believe. Mm -hmm. I didn't write down the day. I think so. Fayette County Speedway on uh, Friday. Brian Shirley was uh, in victory lane. That was his sixth win uh, of the season. He's the point leader, too. He's probably... Got that pretty well wrapped up at this point. Uh, Federated Auto Parts Raceway at I-55 on Saturday. Brandon Shepard back in victory lane. And then again Sunday at Lincoln Speedway. Kankakee County Speedway on Tuesday. Frank Heckenass Jr. picked up the win. Last night at uh, Butler Speedway, Brian Shirley was uh, back in victory lane. And tonight they're at uh, Thunderbird Speedway up there in Michigan. Then it's Tri-City on Friday. And uh, wrapping up the Summer Nationals at Merritt on Saturday. That's quite a haul for them today because that um, Thunderbird is over almost to Lake Michigan. And uh, so they're they're pretty much Muskegon, traversing right? the whole state. Yeah, that's over by Muskegon, I believe. Yes, it is. Uh, some uh, racing news to get to before we uh, do our how many and your chance to win that Big D's pizza. Jimmy McCune, I saw him. It was last Friday when I uh, picked up my car. He kind of was zooming in, zooming out, and he's like, man, I've been busy working on my car. Right? Yep. Remember that? Okay. Paid off. I, yeah, yeah, it paid off. He got back to Victory Lane at Lorraine County Speedway after uh, getting beat by his uh, nephew the week before. And uh, that was in Musty Sprint Series Racing. Craig Mintz, we've had him on the show before. Good guy. He uh, went from the dirt and was doing the asphalt thing. He finished third. Anthony McEwen was uh, fourth. In that race, I believe that was last. Was it last Saturday? So this past weekend yes. at Lorraine County Speedway. Yep. Uh, Richard Childress Racing driver Austin Dillon has tested positive for COVID nineteen. He had to sit out Sunday's uh, Monster Cup Series event at the Daytona Road Course. Man, that would suck. First time running that, and you have to sit yeah. out and watch from the sideline. Um, the uh, team threw in uh, Kaz Grala during uh, Sunday's Cup Series event. It was uh, his first start in uh, NASCAR Cup Series action, and uh, he ended up finishing seventh, Kaz Grala. They, they couldn't choose uh, Xfinity or Truck Series guy because of the rules of no practice ahead of time. Right. And those guys and they had, had already yeah they had already run there. So good choice there, I, I think. Seven, top 10 finish, not bad. For the first time in 33 years, in Andretti will start from the pole during the Indianapolis 500. Oh, by the way, the Indianapolis 500 is this weekend. Did you know that? Yeah, I do. Okay. I haven't heard too much about it. I was like, oh, yeah, the Indian. It's like. It's not Memorial Day. No, it's, it's, it's just weird. It's, yes, it is. The whole summer's weird, Scott. That's true. Good point. 
Uh, Marco Andretti, the last driver to make a qualifying attempt in Sunday's Fast 9 shootout for the uh, 104th Indianapolis 500, knocked Scott Dixon off the pole with a four-lap average time of 231 miles an hour, 231.068. I don't think the .068 really makes that much of a difference, though, when you're going that fast. That's it. What's the fastest you've ever gone, Ron? Uh, on the one-mile track at Syracuse, uh, they had us on a radar gun at, a, at about 162. That's all in the mail. That's, yeah. That's got to get your attention, get your adrenaline going. Yeah, it's fun. Okay. Uh, Dixon will start next to Andretti, and Takuma Sato will start outside the front row. The running of the 104th Indianapolis 500 will be Sunday. There's going to be a lot of racing on Sunday. It'll be up against the uh, Xfinity Series race at Dover. Um, 1 o'clock on NBC is where you can catch the Indianapolis 500. No fans will be in attendance for that. I know. And early. that really doesn't make sense. Scott, the place will hold 300,000 people. It's a, it's a huge stadium, and 100,000 people would rattle around there. <laughs> I don't I, li I like your terminology, rattle around. Uh, veteran sprint car driver Jerry Carrier of Nay, Ohio, passed away unexpectedly at his residence on Saturday. Carrier was 62. He was uh, supposed to compete in the must-see racing sprint car series event at Lorraine County Speedway later that evening. He uh, competed on a lower budget than most. Did you, did you know him? Um, I, yeah, sort of. Okay. <laughs> Uh, he competed on a lower budget, uh, but his passion to compete was as strong as teams with much larger racing budgets. Uh, he was highly competitive, won his fair share of races throughout his career. He got his start racing street stocks at Bryan Motor Speedway in 1975 by 77. He became the track champion before uh, switching to late models. By 85, sprint cars had caught Carrier's attention. The early uh, years of Carrier's uh, career found him mostly uh, running at Brian Motor Speedway with the All-Star Circuit Champions. Carrier captured his first dirt sprint car win in 1987. In uh, 91, he began running some non-wing dirt events. 2000, he decided to try pavement sprint cars, switching back and forth uh, between the pavement and the dirt until sticking with pavement exclusively. In 2005, he won at uh, Indiana uh, Asphalt Speedway, including, oh, he won at Indiana Asphalt Speedways, including Bearfield, New Paris, and Plymouth Speedways. Uh, he won the Hoosier Outlaws Sprint Series and Auto Value Super Sprints as well. So I remember hearing his name back when I was oh, yeah. younger at a Brian Mower Speedway. So Flat Rock Speedway officially announced the cancellation of the 2020 race season. Shocking news there, huh? Yeah. Like we all saw that. I think we've known that for a while. It's just been a well kept secret. Yeah, these uh, they've kind of been evaluating things. I mean, what what can you do? Nothing's really changed, unfortunately, for them. So they've just decided to uh, turn off any hopes for uh, racing up at Flat Rock this year. Their focus will be on the 2021 season. Now, no official announcement on Toledo Speedway yet. Uh, as far as local racing, they've had a few ARCA series events there. I think no they're holding out. Holding out. Hope for the Glass City 200, which is always a big deal race. I hope it happens. They should have a decision by Monday, they said. So hopefully we'll find out. Usually Fridays is when they put out their press releases. So we may know by tomorrow. 
Ohio's governor seems to be a, lo a, a lot more in tune with, with motor sports than, than Michigan's governor. Well, high school football is allowed to happen. High school sports uh, was the big thing yeah. this past week. So anyway, Eldora adds uh, 50,000 to win. Governor's reign coming up on the 22nd, 23rd of September. I believe it's a Tuesday and Wednesday night. Uh, that's going to feature the Ollie's Bargain Outlet All-Star Circuit of Champions. Both nights will stream on Flow Racing. The uh, field will be limited to just 48 competitors with no fans in attendance, just uh, fans watching on Flow Racing, So, which is pretty much what all, all the racing that uh, Eldora has been able to do this year. Right. It's just been with uh, streaming. Did you hear about uh, Mike Carmen racing and uh, having his uh, hauler and race car stolen? I heard something about it. Fill us in. Well, he uh, had a Ford F300 and an enclosed trailer hauling Kyle Weatherman's uh, NASCAR machine stolen from a Cracker Barrel parking lot in Kingsland, Georgia, early Sunday morning. They were on their way back from uh, Daytona. Mm -hmm. And uh, I guess... Uh, the security camera said that it saw it drive off at about 5.55 a.m. On, on Sunday morning. And uh, Mike Harmon Racing is offering a $5,000 reward for the return of all those vehicles there. Yeah. Well. It seems weird to steal a race car because it's like... You're pretty identifiable. Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, a couple more drivers have been announced for... The SRX Superstar Racing Series. Uh, that's that Tony Stewart and right. And what's his face? I can't. I can see his face, but I can't. The old crew chief for Jeff Gordon. Yep. Yeah, the other guy. Ray Evernow. That's it. Thank you. <laughs> uh, that series. Uh, the drivers announced are lost my spot here. Bobby Labani and uh, three-time Indy 500 winner uh, was just announced. Elio Castronevis. Ooh, there's this some is, personality there. This is starting to sound like uh, sound like the the IROC series, which it, for old guys. For old guy, hey, your phone might be ringing, Ron. You better, uh, uh, yeah, keep your phone close. All right, World of Outlaw NAS Energy Drink Sprint Car Series uh, director Darren Pittman has confirmed that he has tested positive for COVID nineteen. In addition, uh, additional crew members with the uh, Roth Motorsports team have also tested positive for the virus. As a result, the team will sit out this weekend's World of Outlaw Series races at uh, River City Speedway and Red River Valley up there in North Dakota. Um, also, there was a note. Oh, I was going to share that. Uh, I saw this just before we came on. I didn't even have it in my notes yet. That uh, the Knoxville Speedway had an announcement here. There we go. Make that a little bigger. Uh, staff member has tested positive for COVID-19. And uh, they also said that, uh, I guess that guy's self-quarantining for 14 days. But uh, Raceway has also learned of several positive COVID-19 tests within the past week within the uh, sprint car racing community, including cases uh, in Knoxville and beyond. And including at least one racing team. Well, Darren Pittman, we just mentioned. And uh, I just saw this as well. Paul McMahon, sprint car racer, uh, acknowledging that uh, he has tested positive for COVID-19. So this COVID stuff starting to get into uh, the racing ranks. 
not cool. Uh, special. What? Am I interrupting you guys? Should we? Should I wait? No, no, no. Okay. I got a note from uh, Gene Steele of uh, Vintage American Race Cars. Muller Speedway, track east no of Cincinnati, has shut down for the year. The uh, Vintage American Race Cars were supposed to run there tomorrow night. So there's a track that is done. And uh, one last the front door. One last note. There we go. Kyle Larson stepped into a dirt late model for the first time this week. He's always wanted to get in a dirt late model. He was supposed to do it with Bloomquist last year, I believe it was. But uh, he did some testing in the K&L Rumley Enterprises number six. It. Uh, this is just my commentary. This isn't actually part of the story. But the test went so well, he's already won his first late model race that he hasn't even entered yet. <laughs> so, there you go. So look out, late model guys. I'm Sprint guys are probably uh, quite happy to have him go off and do something else. Yeah, anything to make him go somewhere else. Yeah, he's doing everything. I, th I think I read he's doing the uh, uh, Silver Crown deal this weekend. So I, I, I saw a cartoon about that a couple of weeks ago. Hey, NASCAR, take Kyle, Kyle Larson back. He says he's sorry. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's play How Many, your chance to win a Big D's pizza. Big D's out there in Clyde. Last week's How Many was how many bombers were going to be at Oakshade on Saturday night. That was this past Saturday. The number was 42, our in-studio on-show winner. I guess it's not really in-studio anymore. We'll call it the on-show winner. Kathy, again, she picked 40. She was closest. And our online winner picked the same number, 40. Chad Kutzli, Kutzli, K-U-T-Z-L-I. I don't know how to pronounce that. Kutzli. He picked 40 as well. He is our winner. Uh, Chad, get with Dean Henry. You can find him on the Facebook, and you can um, get your Big D's pizza. Uh, Jerry Keezer uh, chiming in here, too. I was reading some of our comments here. Craig Kinzer Racing has two crew members that have tested positive. And uh, as mentioned, Paul McMahon, his wife also uh, tested positive too. Paul uh, said he's asystemic. Asymptomatic. Thank you. Uh, but his wife, uh, she's feeling better. But uh, she did have some of the symptoms there. Um, so there you go. So this week's how many? Moving on. Uh, how many uh, caution flag laps? We'll be in the Indianapolis 500. I figured we had to do something with the Indy 500 since it is the Indy, Indy 500. It's the what the granddaddy or something. I don't. I don't know. I know it's not Memorial Day weekend, but it's the Indianapolis 500. I almost feel bad for the Indianapolis 500, so I figured we had to do something for them. How many caution? Oh, okay. How many caution flag laps will be in the Indianapolis 500 on Sunday? The total lap they will run, two, assuming two, it doesn't rain, two, is 200. 200 laps. Okay. 200 How left. many of them will be caution? There you go. You can play along online. Just put your uh, guess. Just type a number in the comments on our Facebook Live uh, video post. If you're uh, doing a, if you're watching, a, should I? Uh, maybe we'll include the YouTube guys too, since we're back on YouTube. I'll look sure. at the YouTube post too. Oh, it's going to be hard to tell though if uh, you know who picked the number first. We'll try it. We'll try it. So you guys on YouTube that are watching us over there, you can put in your comments as well. I'm not watching the comments on, on that right now, but we'll look before next week's show. 
So, Ron, how many uh, caution flag laps do you think is going to be in the Indianapolis 500? 27. 27. Okay. Is Kathy still there? Or she she get out of there. How, how many caution flags, Kath, at the Indy 500? 200 laps. Is she saying 200 laps? It's all going to be caution? Huh? 32. Ooh. 32. Okay. 32. I'm going to say 33. It's going to be a big wreck. Really? Yeah. We're going to have a big wreck. That's how many cars. There, it's true. <laughs> Except for one year. Didn't they add a few more? Yeah. They've, they've had issues with the full split IRL cart stuff. Uh, let's talk about some upcoming races this weekend. You can uh, catch some racing locally, and uh, we'll have your uh, forecast for that, too, directly after this. Attica Raceway Park, we mentioned earlier, has a double header this weekend. Friday night, they're in action with uh, Columbus Equipment Central Ohio Farmers Atkins Group Night, featuring the 410 Sprints, 305 Sprints, 305 Sprints uh, racing for $1,000 to win there. And the UMP Late Models also in action. Gates open at 5, racing at 745. General mission tickets, $15 Friday night at Attica. That's your only choice uh, Friday around here if uh, you wanted to see some racing action. Saturday night, you got several choices. Of course, Oakshade Raceway in action, a little extra money there, uh, courtesy of Alan Markey and, and all his sponsors there, bringing some extra incentive for the late models, which will be in action. Sportsman, Bombers, Compacts, all in action as well. Gates open at four, racing at seven. General Mission, $14. That's at Oakshade Raceway in Wauseon. Sandusky Speedway will be featuring the Midwest Compact Touring Series. Renegades, Pure Stocks, and Beginner Stocks. Pits uh, will open at three o'clock. Main Gates at four, racing at 7 p.m. General Mission, just $10 at Sandusky Speedway. That uh, price actually has gone down. I watched the video the other day. Uh, it was $12, but now it's down to 10 So. There's your racing deal of the weekend. And then Attica Raceway Park, the second part of uh, their doubleheader on Saturday night. It's going to be Foster Auto Body, uh, Krogan Colonial Bank Night, featuring the 410 Sprints. No points for the 410s. 305s, there are points. And the Dirt Trucks will be in action. Gates 104 Racing at 7. General Mission, $15 there at Attica Raceway Park. Fremont is off until September 12th. I believe that's due to the uh, Sandusky County Fair going on. So, And there is no fair race this year. They announced right. that earlier. The Tuesday race they usually have with the sprint cars. In the, does the Vintage American race cars usually do that too, or is it just the 305? I don't. I, uh, I don't think so. They, they, they always have bad luck with the weather for that too. But yeah. uh, th this year you don't have to worry about it because it's just not happening. But they'll be back September 12th. Uh, they got a few races through uh, the rest of uh, September there at Fremont Speedway. Let's bring in Ryan Weekman with your weekend weather pit stop and uh, find out what uh, the weather's going to be like this weekend. Just how steamy is it going to be? Here is your weekend weather pit stop forecast. I'm first alert meteorologist Ryan Weekman. The heat is going to be cranking back up after a few cool August days here. High temperatures for Friday are going to be back in the mid to upper 80s, and that means a warm race night at Attica. Race time there, 745. Saturday, temperature cranks up even more, close to 90 for a high temperature in the afternoon. When races get underway at Oakshade, Sandusky, and Attica, expect race time temperatures to be somewhere in the mid 80s. For WTOL 11, I'm First Alert, meteorologist Ryan Weekman. There you go. Your meteorologist. 
Yep. Official Hammerdown Racing Report meteorologist Ryan Weekman there. Uh, we appreciate him. He does that for us. He's just a nice guy. Like him. So support him. And, and he was a great guest when we had him on, too. It was interesting. Yeah, that was uh, that was a fun show because we had food. We had Rusty in the studio. We had a, a studio at that point. In time yeah. Too. And uh, like I said, I'm going to have some equipment next week. We're going to be building a studio here uh, because, unfortunately, the it looks like this was originally supposed to be a short-term solution until we could get back in the studio. Um, I'm not so fond of our recording quality. And if we're going to keep going forward, we're, I'm going to make some changes a little more profound. I'm a little stickler when it comes to, to that kind of stuff. So we'll get Ron a real microphone over there, and we'll get a little mixer over here. We'll be able to do phone calls again. Uh, maybe we'll get uh, Gary. If I can get that all set up uh, by Monday, I'll see if we can get Gary Lindahl on, because he's probably been bored this year with no racing up there at Flat Rock. And oh, Toledo. Yeah. So, and, and I'm sure he's got stories to tell. If you're not familiar with Gary Lindahl, announcer there at Toledo, Flat Rock Speedway for... Many, 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 many years. Maybe we could get Gary to come out to Oakshade and fill in for you while you're running around on the racetrack. Hey, I didn't think. Well, I got I got Jerry. Jerry said he's going to help me out for the rest of the season. I don't want to unsee Jerry. Okay, Jerry's been doing right. a great job for me and helping out. Oh, he did a wonderful job. He's starting to feel like he fits in because Katie yelled at him up in the tower. So now he feels <laughs> right. like he fits in. So. I don't. I don't want to mess that up. So maybe, maybe we'll get uh, Gary out there next year sometime or something. I don't know. He'd be. Uh, has he ever done dirt car racing? I don't know. We'll have to talk. I know he's uh, he's done stuff at uh, Spartan Speedway, just south of Lansing there. Yeah. So that'll be next week. Next week will be a new adventure here on the Hammerdown Racing Report. Um, and hopefully, you think we've screwed up before? Just yeah. wait till next week, folks. Yeah. Whenever we try to do new things. Expect the unexpected because that's usually what happens. Thanks to our sponsors for uh, uh, making us go. And as long as we uh, continue to have sponsors, because this deal actually does cost us uh, uh, money each month to to make this happen. And I'm not in the business of uh, doing spending a whole bunch of time putting the show together and then spending money to do it because that's, I, I don't know. It's just, I'm not going to pay money to waste my time. Although I'm not really we love wasting you my folks, time. though. Yes. We do. I enjoy doing the show. I just don't want to lose money while I'm doing the show. <laughs> I'm not making any money at all doing this or racing. I do it because I love it. So, uh, Thanks to Ram Miller Race Cars, Oakshade Raceway, Kester Mowing, Millstream Speedway, Freeze Frame Photos uh, for all their support and uh, helping keeping things going here. We'll see you out at a racetrack near you. Uh, we'll be at Oakshade on Saturday, but uh, make sure to support somebody, Attica, Sandusky, if you're headed up to Merritt, cool. Have fun up there. Enjoy Ruben. Say hi to Ruben for me. When uh, when the announcers ask you to mask up, please do it. When they tell you to social distance, please do it. Let's uh, let's keep our season going as long as we can. Let's finish out the season, as a matter of fact. Yeah. So I want to see this cow, just how good this Colin kid, uh, Colin Chilt, is going to end up uh, at the end of the season here. Yeah. So thanks to Colin for coming on, and uh, again to uh, Alan Markey. So, cool stuff. We'll see you next week. Let's get out of here, Ron. All right. I, I always do that, and I'm not yet ready to play the uh, closing video because i got to find it down here. Okay, now I'm ready. Okay, bye-bye. Bye, Leave everybody. It. You have been listening to the Hammer Down Racing Report from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio. Listen on demand on iHeartRadio. 
Have you ever wanted to know how to win a Formula One Grand Prix? I mean, really know. Know about the driver tactics from the cockpit, the strategy calls from the pit wall, and even the mind games in the paddock. There's a lot more that goes into winning a Grand Prix than just 90 minutes of racing. So every week on the F1 Strategy Report, we're taking a deep dive into the decisions that shape every result. Hey there, my name is Michael Laminato, and every week I'm joined by an expert guest from the paddock to talk through the big calls that won the race and the missteps that resulted in bitter defeat. Before every race, we'll look back at the previous year's result and consult the current form guide, and we'll be in your feed after every Grand Prix, dissecting the outcome and what it means for the championship. So for your regular hit of Formula One analysis, subscribe to the F1 Strategy Report wherever you get your favourite podcasts. The Strategy Report is a beer mogul podcast on the Evergreen Podcasts Network. My name's Michael Laminato, and I'll catch you after the chequered flag.